Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Why worry about speed when you can worry about destruction? The cat's out of the bag, and so's the loot. It's the year of coronavirus, protests, and ban hammers. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Buenos dias. It's the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 72. Is it wrong that my mind said good riddance? Yeah. It has nothing, nothing to do with what we're saying right there. But Never, never is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with Ryan Maddox. Big Ryan. What's up, guys? And Hunter Venable. What's up? What's going on? Well, guys, we hope that you're having a great week, um, finishing up your week strong. Um, we hope you're getting some gaming in, getting them kids uh, taken care of, you know, and uh, getting ready for the, if you're from the States, getting ready for uh, Independence Day, where there will probably not be very many um, fireworks. Uh, displays going on as far as the big group gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, but you better believe that uh, out here in the old OK Oklahoma, there are going to be some people outside popping in bad boys. Oh, yeah. That's we're going to have a big old block party. Everybody's invited. Oh, yeah. I forgot you guys <laughs> do that now where you live. It's yeah, like, yeah. My next door neighbor, they put it on and have a big old barbecue, and then we do our own neighborhood show, and everybody in their golf carts come out of the woodworks. And <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That is. I mean, that's, the whole yard will be covered with like a hundred golf carts and side by sides. That's great. Yeah. But that's We're not going, like that's Lake Americana right there. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Lake Living. <laughs> We're going to my folks and swimming, and and then we're having a crawfish bowl. Okay. Nice. Well, for uh, me, for me, for me, it's always like with the Stanleys. It's always uh, last minute. You know, it's like mm-hmm. ah, we might we might eat here with my family, but then we <laughs> might go over to my dad's to pop some fireworks, but then we might mm-hmm. not. Right. Yeah. Right. Because then there's like three other options that we might do, but we'll end right. up doing the first one that we picked. It's just, yeah, you know. I like that. We ha- we have that culture of uh, indecis- indecisiveness, you know. Yep. So. We're going to see my dad and sisters and mom and everybody tomorrow. Hang oh, out. okay. Kind of for the fourth. Also for uh, my sister. She's heading down to Florida. She's all grown up. Really? She moves out oh. on Sunday. Yep. Okay. Okay. So uh, kind of a last chance to see her before she heads out. It'll be a lot of fun. Probably some sad moments, you know. Yeah, some some boo hooing. Yeah. Not not from you though. You don't cry about anything. Obviously so, not. Yeah. No, no, not from me. I love her, but I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> Ryan will be over there with like some onions, like trying to yeah. <laughs> get him going. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you just made me think of that guy on uh, what's it called? Uh, Clyde with a chance of meatballs too, and the tears going down his cheek, and he says, "Get back in there, tear." Sucks up. Sucks back up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden, I see Dexter, you know, Dexter Morgan from the Dexter series. Hey, uh, don't compare try- me to Dexter live, man. That's well, messed up. I mean, it's not that bad, is it? Dexter's pretty it sweet. Is. 
Yeah, he is, but not yeah. to most people. No, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> he's the best serial killer you can be. Yeah, <laughs> he's the best. Ask everybody. Yep. Now, I know you guys are sitting here like, no well, what are we doing tonight, guys? Well, we're doing stuff and things. We're doing, uh, you know, the usual gaming news. And, uh, boy, some things have been popping in the gaming Whoa. world, but not Whoa. for not so much for good. I mean, it is for good um, to an extent, but it's also it's like, It's almost dang. like this whole year has been bad because we've had like two or three episodes out of the last five months that have been like a bunch of good news. And then mm-hmm. you've just got peppered and riddled with shows <laughs> being canceled and events being canceled and COVID. And, oh, my gosh. And then we, oh, we have a real good episode because we're talking about how, you know, Click Gaming and these guys are switching over to these online tournaments. And then all of a sudden it's just like horrible, horrible. And then another one, good one. And then today is just going to be trash. So prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Well, actually, Click Gaming is doing some stuff. We'll talk about them just to lighten the mood of the of the episode. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, oh, they're doing uh, awesome. Yeah, but overall, it's an interesting gaming week this past week. Um, Hunter's going to be bringing some news. I'm going to be bringing some news. And then Ryan, he's going to let you know what you can get in the month of July for free. But I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. Usually when I do the freebie farm, I kind of read the list. I give you every game there is. I think I'm going to change it up, and I'm going to start doing like a picking some games that stand out to me. Like it, love it, hate it, doesn't matter. That's what I'm doing. And then I'm going to read those off. Uh, they're not just from one category of gaming. You know, I'm not going to pick my favorite games. Right. But the ones that stand out out of these list of free or free with subscription games. And I'm going to kind of give a little more details on these few, you know, 8 to 12, mm-hmm. rather than the 40 that are on the list, just reading right. that list. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. I think that's the best strategy. That yeah, way it's like not it. so listy for you, you know. I haven't even done it, and I like it better. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's already much yeah. better. <laughs> All right, well, with that said, let's get to it, guys. Let's take you and check out what's going on in the land of the leaks for the geeks. Leaks for Geeks! That's right, guys. It's time for the Leaks for the Geeks. The news for the dudes and the gals. We're doing gaming news, gaming news of the past week. Um, we don't always hit every aspect of gaming news, but we uh, we look up news that we find interesting. And uh, boy, this week is interesting. Um, Hunter, what do you got for us this week, brother? Yeah, man, uh, I got just a couple here, but I will start with the biggest Battle Royale there's ever been. Okay. And this is Fortnite. Fortnite is finally leaving early access after three years. Mm. Okay, So this game, if you're not aware, has been in early access really since it's been released. Um, I didn't even know it was still considered early access. How do you have four seasons <laughs> yeah. in early access? Or whatever. Right. right. So, you know, this it's crazy to think that this game, one of the, the biggest, not one of, the biggest... Uh, battle royale game that we've ever seen has been in early access this whole time you know and it's made so much money and it's still in early access so that's kind of crazy to think about but um three years after launch epic games has announced that fortnite is finally coming out of early access along with news that uh the save the world pve campaign will remain as a premium paid experience rather than going free to play 
In an update posted on Epic's website, the Fortnite team revealed that the PvE campaign Save the World will be coming out of its early access period along with the game's Battle Royale and creative modes. Hmm. Fortnite has always been in a constant state of evolution since we began development. And so much has changed over the years as we played and developed the game with you. The post begins. As we near the three-year anniversary of Fortnite and Save the World's release, we wanted to share an update uh, with on our development plans. Today we're bringing Save the World out of early access and have decided that it will remain a premium experience rather than going free to play. Development of new content will slow down after this official release, but the adventure does not end here for Save the World. Now, Save the World's been free up to now? No, it's actually been paid for. That's what I was it, thinking. I was thinking yeah. you had to pay for that portion. Yeah, That was the yeah, only so. part of Fortnite that was ever charged. Okay. Yeah. So they're yeah, saying so. we're going to keep it as a pay for. Yes. Okay. And so, sorry, there was rumors that once this became, once it came out of, oh, Early access? Early access, yeah. After mm-hmm. it came out of early access, that that was going to become free. Mm. Um, they toyed with the idea that the game would just be free. Gotcha. But um, so they're confirming here that it's not. Epic previously revealed plans to make Save the World free to play, but this latest announcement officially confirms that the co-op building adventure will not be uh, going in that direction. While the okay. content for Save the World campaign will now slow down and the main story is complete, uh, the post states that there are still adventures to be had uh, in se- seasonal events. Fortnite, uh, Battle Royale, and creative game modes are also leaving early access, and over the upcoming months, Save the World will no longer support Fortnite Battle Royale cosmetic purchases. However, any existing purchases of cosmetics will continue to function in both modes. Mm. A future update is expected to be announced when this change occurs. And finally... All paid-for founder packs will also be upgraded to the next level and will unlock rewards, including the upgrade pack or back for free, courtesy of the home base. Anyone who owns a copy of the Ultimate Edition will receive the new Metal Team Leader Pack and 8,000 V-Bucks. Okay. So, so saying, uh, any of your gear, that, like your uh, avatar gear for your looks, you know, your cosmetic yeah. stuff, any new stuff that you end up getting is not going to transfer over. You're not going to look the same way when you play Save the World. Yes. So I wonder if that means you're going to have to purchase stuff over there or if it's just earnable there or what they're going to do different. Yeah, this is a know. really weird move for me. Yeah, it is for me too. I haven't seen, I mean, I haven't bought it myself, but my brother bought it when it first came out and I watched him play it. And it's really cool. And I, honestly, I think you guys might like it as a co op together mm-hmm. as playing it. Um, but uh, yeah, so for from what I read here, you were able to recently anything that you buy in. The Royale transfers over vice versa. You know, you can use mm-hmm. it both sides. But now that they're, uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of what Call of Duty is doing because they have two different, you have your, like, for instance, you, we bought the whole game here on, on my mm-hmm. on my PC, right. but I just have Warzone on my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can get them separately, right? Yeah. And so maybe that's kind of what Fortnite is pushing towards. You can buy our game or you can... Just get the free to play. Well, know. splitting right, it makes sense. But I'm sense. just thinking. Yeah, I'm just. That, that, that's what I was gonna say too. Splitting the game makes sense. But if I were to have something on Call of Duty, like some kind of sweet um, gold gun, right? That I paid right. to upgrade to have my gun gold plated. Well, that's gonna be in my loadout on both. Though you get what yeah. I'm saying on and campaign so, too. Yeah. Right. 
And so that's the one that's that, and we'll have to understand more about it. But as of right now, that sounds like a weird decision. Right. No, I agree with you. It almost sounds like it's a little greedy. Almost mm-hmm. like yeah, like we gotta we we're doubling up on the store here now. That only being the case is if what Clinton said is correct, and you have to buy stuff in. Right. Maybe you just yeah. earn it when you're playing in the camera. Yeah. That's yeah. Then yeah. that's a great idea if that's the case. Right. I mean, I'm kind of split. Like I have some I have some different feelings about it because the the biggest gripe I remember whenever this uh, battle royale started taking off was that the people that were supporting the co-op game, which is what they wanted, they had early adopted, and all of a sudden this side thing that they made was taking off, and they mm-hmm. put so much more effort into that. And I remember mm-hmm. the the early adopters were very uh, upset about it. They were like, hey, we gave you money to make this game. Now that your little side thing has taken off, you're just right. focusing your energy on that. Um, and well, now they've with even the, announced now that the, that the main campaign game uh is, gonna, is pretty much they're gonna be done yeah so it's basically slowing down here and there right yeah um and so the only thing i can think of with making it um something that you have to buy is maybe to make the early adopters feel better about it but i mean mm-hmm. o- overall i would have kind of a bad taste in my mouth if i spent money on this game and now you're just like well we're gonna slow down content on it what have right. you really been doing? I don't know. I I haven't really paid much attention to the co-op. Maybe I've I've missed something here. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just naive. But I feel like all the news and all the streams I ever see on Fortnite is battle royale. So oh, that's just kind of, that's what's popular. There has been major. Uh, they have been pumping out a lot of new stuff over the last two years in the campaign too. Has it's it been just, significant not, though? From what I've read, it's been pretty significant. I don't know enough about the game to know, but I know mm-hmm. um, that. That's one of the reasons they're saying now they're going to be dialing back because it has been quite a bit they've been pumping out. Okay. So I think they're kind of letting people know, hey, we've completed it now, and we're going to reel back. I still right. kind of feel like I understand completely charging because your early adopters paid, right? So I like that idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, if you're going to pay for the game, if people are required to pay for the game, um, those guys who are paying now should expect to see changes. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they haven't been along for this three-year ride. Mm-hmm. I get seasonal, you know, unless the, unless when they do the seasons, it's big, right? There's big portions of new storyline to the campaign. Then that's probably enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if the, if it's just little, you know, seasonal side missions or something like that, right. we'll see. And know? maybe that's what it is. Maybe they wanted to reel it in a little bit as far as story mode, you know, like right. maybe it was too all over the place because in a, in a Battle Royale setting, that's fine. There's mm-hmm. no story to it. You're just dropping in and, you know, and they, and right, they do, they have incorporated some story, but you know what I'm saying? It's a small story. And compared mm-hmm. to a story mode, you know, maybe they try to redefine what it is and keep it more uh, to what they wanted in the original. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So well, we'll probably have more to say if we had played that game very much. Yes. Right? So, yeah. 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 Well, well, to, I'm sure there'll be some articles coming out on what that looks like too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess right. I'll have, I guess I'll have more of a definitive opinion once we see, how they support it and and how the players are feeling. You made you made the mention of Call of Duty and what they did, but I feel like the difference with Call of Duty and Fortnite is Call of Duty released their story mode first and it was a finished game. Then they right. waited a month, then released the the battle royale. Correct. Yeah. So, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know Yeah. I wouldn't compare the two, but I was just kinda like getting some ideas here of why would you separate it, you know? And yeah. so 
no, I definitely understand the reason for separating it. It's just, I guess, as we said earlier, I guess it feels a little greedy. Yeah, it does feel know. a little greedy. Um, but you know, if if we're say, if we're trying to convince ourselves that they're not greedy, we're we're lying to ourselves because that that game is That's all the, about microtransaction. Yeah, and it, and it's a business. You know, all these companies yeah. are businesses. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not only Fortnite for sure. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of them that do it. I don't feel like Fortnite's ever been like buy your skill either, so that's good too. It's, it's yeah, just that is it's just thing. all cosmetic. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So on to the next one. Uh, this is about Smash Bros. So going over here to Nintendo. Um, so Smash Bros. Uh, Unlimited update eight point zero is live, bringing along Min Min as a brawler's brand new fighter. Um, downloading the new update will also get you the new Spring sta- Stadium stage, some new Mi Fighter costumes, and in addition to the Spirit Board, um, and plenty of balancing updates to the roster. So, after teasing the additional or the addition of the Arms character, mm-hmm. um, which is Min Min, and I don't know if you guys do you know who that is? I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't well, I don't seen know her. Who Min Min is. It's an arms character, so the game is called Arms, I believe, where where they're getting it from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says uh, after teasing the addition of the arms character, Nintendo uh, properly revealed Min Min as the new Steam, or sorry, Stream sta- uh, starring director. Um, Min Min's arsenal has been translated to Smash quite faithfully, with extending <laughs> arms that can charge or change form and give her the edge in mid-range fights. Um, they reckon she'll struggle with short range and aerial fights, uh, but she holds her own with quick kick attacks and proper spacing. Um, the whole arms gang gets to wallop enemies in her final smash too, which is fun to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for what I'm hearing arms is a game and it, it may be another fighting game or something, but from what I read up in here, the, uh, the developer of ARMS was actually who kind of recommended that they take that character out of the game. Okay. Like, you know, like Smash Bros. says, we feel like this is the best fit to incorporate into your fighting game. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they chose her. Okay. Um, and it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a fighting game, just so you know. Okay. Like an arcade that's what I figured. Fighting game. When yeah. I saw on the video, I watched the video, it looked like it was another fighting game they took her from. I just never played it. So, um, it looks like they all have like extending arms. Like, yeah, yeah. That are on springs, mm. so they like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, looks pretty. And cool. even the even the the like stadium they play in is like a spring stadium or something like that. So yeah, kind of cool. Uh, Mimin is the eighty first uh, ultimate character, and the first of six DLC characters coming uh, in Ultimate Second Fighter Pass. She's also the star of the game Six Challengers Pass. As always, the pack uh, also comes with a melody of other bonuses, including a new stage and several songs. Mm-hmm. Challenger Pack Six will release alongside a uh, suite, uh, yeah, suite of uh, other add-ons, including new Mii Fighter costumes featuring Arms Fighter uh, Ninjara, who was originally in the running for the main character slot. Again, like I told you, they they I guess were between a couple of these characters, and then the developer recommended Min Min. And so, uh, as well as Tekken's uh, Hihachi, Hihachi, I don't know how to say that, and Splatoon's Callie and uh, Marie. So those are all video games that, you know, they're taking characters from. And then right here at the end, we see that 
Most surprisingly, there's a Me Gunner skin for Fallout's Vault Boy. So not only did they um, uh, make the announcement that uh, Min Min's coming in, but they also showed that one of the Me skins you can get now for your Me is uh, Fallout Vault Boy. So, oh, okay. Um, Bethesda has brought many of its games to Switch in the past two years, and so I suppose this does make sense, but seeing a Fallout character in Smash feels a little bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's not technically him, but it's you're right. dressing your me up as him. So, right. cool. That That is what's new coming to Smash Bros. Guys, I love, love, love Smash Bros. And I haven't got it yet, but I only have like two controllers. So I don't feel like, I feel like I need to get a whole gang of controllers before I get Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. So... That's I also one. don't have time to have a lot of friends over right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'll be a fun one to play if we all have the same console and we did some console play. Yeah, because yeah, you can play online now. Smash Bros. is not even on, uh, what do you call it? It's not on PC, right? I no. don't believe so. Yeah. No, just, just Nintendo. Nintendo. Right. That's one thing that Nintendo has done is they really stay tight on their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you can't blame. I mean, that is what they, that's the main thing they've always had. So right. you got to kind of protect that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good news. And, uh, you know, there's another crossover there that you see with Nintendo Fallout. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like seeing Nintendo reaching out, working with people again um, with these yeah, different I think they're, developers. They're building their, their stripes again, for sure. Yeah. They are redeveloping after their, I mean, you can't say collapse because they had enough money to survive it, but it was a huge downtick for the Wii mm-hmm. compared yeah. to the competitor that they usually are. So I mean, it, it, it's it, cool to see them come back up. They still did good on sales. It was good for the casual person, but you're right as far as a serious gamer. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody, any serious gamer was like, you know what? I mean, other than well, if you were like competitively uh, in my into, eyes, to cars, even, the race even car Even sales games. numbers were a lot less than yeah. uh, your Xbox or your PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, sure. By, by pretty but Wii for me was never, I never looked at it as any other thing except for like a family yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah, a game, game, night, console. game night console. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I would categorize it with a board game. Yeah. Yep. 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 An so. expensive board game, but yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And and more immersive, for sure. You know, Mario mm-hmm. Party and stuff like that. But And Wii Sports and stuff like that. But it, 100%, I, I never wanted to just go play Wii by myself. Like, right. It's like my brother and my family and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So. so we see that Nintendo Switch has its niche, right? But yeah, right. Do does anybody think that they would take the chance and make a big console to compete, or do you think from here on out they're going to go for the smaller, uh, more mobile um, systems? I think forward? that that would be a good idea for them to stay with the convenient because that's what sold me on Switch. Honestly, I I love Mario, and I love the games, but like you said, when I get together with you guys to play, or when I want to play something. I don't want to get on Nintendo. I know that sounds mm-hmm. bad, and I'm not like right. slamming Nintendo. I love the games that they put out, but for me, like it was so sick to be able to take my Switch on the plane and play Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not low, right. low budget, like phone game. Like I was right. playing Mario. I was could play Zelda. Like that was awesome, and right. and I would buy it just for that. You know, yeah. we're gonna go to my yeah. parents on the fourth. I'm taking my Switch. Like, yeah, you, you, know, got, because, you got something to game on. Right, and I don't want to take all my cords out of my PlayStation, out of the TV, and take it with, you know, mm-hmm, just to right. play a couple games while I'm there. So, um, I don't know. They would really have to change ex- their makeup. I think they just expand that line. 
I think they're yeah. doing it right yes. right now. I think they expand exactly. that line, expand the market a little bit, but I a shift to a regular console again, like all the way back to N64, mm-hmm. like basically make one that competes with Xbox and PlayStation. I think it's too late for them. Ship a sale. I think I think well, even if a bad even move. if they did think about how much they'd have to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be a whole their company. Whole I mean, change. like if you're going to try to compete with, you know, Xbox mm-hmm. and and the PlayStation Five, like no way, dude. That's, yeah, and they have a more they have a more um, they remind me of like your MMO style stuff and some mm-hmm. of your more classic role play games too. They have kind of that community of there's more collectibles. They sell yeah. more more collectibles, more mini. Mm-hmm. You remember mm-hmm. they had the uh, what was it the micro? You put the little characters on the on yeah, the, the thing Infinity, and brought them up. Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had this whole thing come out with the with the um, cardboard pieces that you put together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember oh, yeah. that when we talked about it. So, yeah, so yeah, I think you're right. It's just every once in a while I'm like, mm, will they return to the old right. days? I don't right. know. That's really fun to think about, but I think that they found a really good niche for themselves, and I yeah. think that. Like we said, that's Nintendo now. Mm-hmm, when I think right. Nintendo before Switch, I think of I don't think of Wii. I think of DS. I think yeah. of you know mm-hmm. Game Boys. You know, and they were like, already kind of getting into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Isn't that crazy though to think like you know Atari obviously kicked off the gaming craze, but Nintendo was like the, the thing. You know, the thing. So, yeah. so it's oh, yeah. it's weird to know now they're more portable and and right. you, you know so yeah. it's crazy. Oh yeah, because when the sixty four came out. Uh, and the GameCube, it's just all intentions were, this is this is PlayStation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. it's just the same thing. They're going to keep doing the same thing and upgrading with them, and then they just switched it up. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is kind of weird. There's a certain level of, like, respect for that, though, because I do feel like Nintendo, like, their original mm-hmm. plan was for the family, you know? Yeah. And I think they've stuck to that. And and there is some things you can do with the family on PlayStation, but for the most part, it's I'm not, I'm not getting on PlayStation to just... Right. have a party night with my family or anything or, right. or not right. what it's you built know. for. Yep. Yeah. Right. So and, and you're probably right. They probably don't really have a, a desire to get in with with some of the crazy uh violent games either. Like the GTAs mm-hmm. of the world and things right. like that. Mm-hmm. So I think you know with that in mind you're probably right. I'm always right. Write that down. <laughs> That's the quote. That's gonna be on Ryan's headstone. I was always right. Mm-hmm. Even when <laughs> I was wrong, I was right. <laughs> Actually, he might be the one that gets cremated and thrown out into the universe. Who knows? No, I told my wife I don't want anything. I just want my body to go to science. Let them, you know, cut me up, autopsy me. <laughs> the science kids can explore what a fat person's liver looks like. What and, was this guy eating? Oh my yeah, gosh! She was like, no. She's like, I'll let them take your organs, but I've got to at least cremate you. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want any of that. I'm putting my will. They're just going to put you in that body farm. Yeah, so I, said, I don't want you to spin a dime on a dead person. Don't, yeah. Do not spend a dime on me. It's such a scam. I cannot believe that industry. It's like the worst industry in the world. <laughs> You're crazy. Just don't understand it. Can't wrap my head around spending ten thousand dollars on a dead person. That goes that to that. No that goes to that not crying part. Yeah, maybe, maybe it does. <laughs> All right. So I'm bringing some Call of Duty news for you. Hunters nice. over there, you know, talking about how big Fortnite is. Well, guys, Call of Duty. Warzone, it's getting bigger. There's a new update uh, that has launched. But okay. if you haven't been, if you haven't got that 50 gig download yet, you know, <laughs> installed on the computer or the PlayStation or Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be happy to know 
that uh, the uh, size of the game is increasing, as I said. Now, we had first talked about this back whenever they were initially talking about the game itself, Mm -hmm. and they had touted that, uh, you know, the game was going to be 150 players, and typically you only see, you know, 60 to 100 players, you know, Mm -hmm. 60 being Apex Legends and 100 being um, Fortnite. So we're all getting used to 150 players Mm -hmm. in the game. Well, it's official. Um, We're going from 150 to 200 players when you're when you're playing quads. So yeah, so when you're doing a team of four, you're getting 200 players. Um, No specification if if loot if the loot goes up, if that number goes up. I'm sure it does. Has to. Or does it? I feel like the loot's like pretty scarce when we were previously playing it. That I might think be. Got to increase it according to the amount of players. If they don't, I mean, I guess I should outrage out there. I shouldn't say scarce. There was plenty of stuff. It was just all kind of the same. Yeah, so. yeah. The the upper level stuff is scarce. You pretty yeah. much. I mean, they, but they it's because they designed it for your drop your drop uh, your loadouts. Yeah, you know, yeah. You do that little whatever you call it. What do you call yeah. that? Rush to the drop zone or whatever the. Uh, what a little crate. They don't. They they just call it a loadout crate. Oh, yeah. the supply crate. The yeah. supply crate is that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And they kind of designed this differently because you get that. And that's really whether you're going to get your own, um, you know, loadouts or you're going to get some of the built-in ones. That's when you really get your, your mm-hmm. gear. I mean, and most people, right. they don't really go hunting for that gear. They wait and they get that loadout. That's true. That's true. Which is different than the other battle rails. Yeah. Right. Now, he, now here, just uh, just saying that it's the, the quads. So who knows, will they bring it to, I don't know if they need to bring it to the threes and the twos and the ones of teams 200 singles would be intense crazy i mean the game itself is just the game is i guess the game yeah it would still go longer because you'd have those stragglers so Mm -hmm. it's probably best that they leave at 150 i've not ever felt like i'm alone in this world too long when i play that game so but here's for the big news guys so this next little portion that i'm going to talk about there's a it's three different articles slash subjects but it's all All under this one no 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 we're moving on. I know. From Call of Duty. I'm just messing. With <laughs> <laughs> so it's all kind of this uh, this big umbrella, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll we'll start out talking about um, Twitch's um, a Twitch executive named Hassan. Ba- I'm going to kill his name right here. Hassan Bakhari. He was okay. accused of uh, sexual assault uh, hmm. as platform begins pre-banning. So. There's been this big wave this past week of sexual assault allegations in the gaming world. Okay. Uh, Twitch has has definitely been on the forefront of that. It says that um, Bakari is among more than 130 people in the streaming and gaming industry who has been accused uh, by name of sexual misconduct in the past week. Vio, a Twitch partner creator with 446,000 followers, uh, tweeted allegations that Bakari had used his position at the company to obtain her contact information, pressured her into meeting with him in person, coerced her into sending him nude images, and uh, then shared them without permission and sexually assaulted her numerous times. Mm. Um, now hold on, hold on. That's all it says there? That he shared her... I'm not saying all as in it's not important. I'm saying it's saying he shared... Her photos, which is obviously a big deal. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have got them in the first place if he pressured her. But uh, then it says he has sexually assaulted her numerous times. So did it go physical is what that's saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's uh-huh. what I'm asking. Yep. Vio also alleges Hassan was aware that Luminosity, a Twitch partner, 
with 156,000 followers, uh, was known for streaming first-person shooter Destiny, was soliciting nudes from fans and apparently did not act on that knowledge. Luminosity issued an apology this week to his former girlfriend, Ryan QT, an Apex Legends streamer with 5.6K followers, um, after she publicly accused him of using his popularity and, com- and community to slide into girls' direct messages to get nude pictures. I'm going to be the guy. I'm sorry. I know we're on a show, and I'm supposed to be politically correct, but I don't know that there's anything wrong or illegal about using your notoriety to get nudes. So I'm confused on that one right there. So you're basically telling me, you're basically telling me that if if Justin Timberlake asked some of his roadies for a nude, he'd be doing something wrong because he used his notoriety. I mean, that's why he's notoriety. That's that's his reason for for becoming famous. Girls are crazy about him. Yeah, it's like it's like the rock star story, you know? Right. Yeah. So I mean, same same thing with anybody famous, any actors or or um, I mean, even I bet even news reporters. Use it. No, wait. He's in, he's in trouble with Twitch, though. Well, he's he's being accused. He's, uh, yeah, he's in trouble with Twitch. Accused. So maybe it's against Twitch policy, policy to ask your fans. Probably. Okay, that's what, what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To use the messaging. Okay. Can you direct message on Twitch or? No, it's against it's against the Twitch policies. So these are like people that are within the Twitch streaming community. You're not supposed to do right. that. So they're breaking. So they're not saying what he did is illegal. They're saying what he did is against Twitch right. policy. Right. Now you I think you're use get... Twitch as a platform to reach out to people for nudes. Yeah. Okay. So it th- doesn't. Am I wrong or does Twitch have like, you know, sexy streamers that are doing like sexual things? I thought they did. I don't think not, so. Not not sexual they're things, not but no, but not they're, naked. But there I mean, are come on. there are the lady streamers that uh, do the extra busty action. You know. Get it yeah, up like there. on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I so mean, that, I'm not acting like I'm not acting about they're not doing it on the sly. I'm talking about they're doing it on purpose. Like in their chat, they're talking. Hey, you want to see a little bit of this kind of stuff? I think hmm. there's streamers like that on Twitch. And I mean, uh, if that's what they're there doing, might be, but they're probably the smaller ones. Maybe I'm. I right. mean, maybe I'm wrong because I know wrong. one guy like his wife and him did some things and they got shut mm-hmm. down. Okay, okay. Uh, so it's yeah, one of those. That makes more it, sense then. If Twitch has a, some stricter policies on that kind of stuff then, yeah, I mean, you got to, this is something that people don't understand. Listen, you have a contract, whether you're an artist, whether you're on uh, an employee at Google, whether you are a member of the Delirious Dads gaming team, right? You're, you pretty much have an agreement between you and owner or slash owners, right? Mm-hmm. When you get hired on or you decide to join, uh, even if you're not under contract the way you think you are, like when we jump on YouTube, we sign something called terms and conditions, that's a legal contract between us and YouTube. And then now we answer to whatever their policies are. We may not yep. like their policies, but we agreed to them. Exactly. When we decided to use them. And so, yeah, I mean, they could say, hey, I don't want you. Nobody could ever wear a, a shirt with a bumblebee on it. And if they banned you because you wore a shirt with a bumblebee on it, you got nothing to complain about. Yep. That's right. You're, you already agreed to those terms and policies. And yeah. Guess, yeah, yeah. guess what, guys? When you play video games, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That little deal where we just hit accept and move on. Yep. Well, the company has all their policies written. Right mm-hmm. there, so that whenever you break uh, yeah, their policy or playing the game, mm-hmm. yep, people so, get pissed about it too. I think you were. How, how I, th- me? <laughs> I think you got confused earlier because there is later on, as we okay. will reveal, there there is some other legal matters that may be going okay. on. Yeah, so I, I, I keep diving. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just was interested in that. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, Twitch did not confirm uh, here, but they they banned um, five streamers. 
um, shortly after some of this other stuff and went went on. Um, mm-hmm. And the streamers uh, that were banned was uh, streamers Bless RNG, Dreaded Cone, Warwitch, uh, 21 Wolf, and I Am Spoon. And these okay. are some bigger streamers. Um, these are all for also, sexual allegations. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, it's a lot of people all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just been like a flood of, of, of stuff going down. So, <clears throat> I, I kind, kind of, of found a, kind of a Twitch Me Too movement, basically. Like, a, well, it, I would say maybe you got some people that heard about it and like, you know what, they did that to Me Too, and they're jumping on. Right, but it's not just Twitch. It's it's really the entire internet gaming community. Yeah. It seems like yeah, it's gonna flood over. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> which I get that because in gaming, um, we're all younger, and you know, I've heard some stuff. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine some of these guys that are that don't give a crap. They're just going right. to say whatever they want to the to the women and not right. kind of disregard it. Um, but it's also happening in the space of Blizzard, um, okay. not Blizzard themselves, but a uh, a company or a guild known as Method. Um, they are competitive competitive rating guild. Um, usually, what they do is uh, they team up. It's usually a team of of uh, twenty five or twenty okay. twenty uh, players. And they do this. It's called Race the World First. Mm-hmm. They also have these um, these uh, races where <clears throat> what they do is they set up these teams against each other, uh, and mm-hmm. they'll stream it. So the whole team streams themselves. Uh, they start the raid at the same okay. exact time, and they race through the raid to see who can complete it the fastest. Okay. And then gotcha. you move on. And then you move up in the bracket, and then they do a different raid, or they'll do a different difficulty, that kind of stuff. Um, and so that's been really popular to watch. People really like watching these these teams race each other. Well, Method um, is no different. They've been basically top of the top line, first place all the time, world first. I mean, mm. they're world first on on a lot of different uh, uh, raids that they've done raids. within in, okay. within Warcraft. So, and they've been around a long time. Well, now they're collapsing and kind of imploding within themselves. Um, they've had multiple allegations of sexual abuse and sexual assault. And one of the members is uh, Method Josh. He has claims of sexual harassment and misconduct. Um, and also, um, he's been accused of sexual assault and sex with minor. Mm-hmm. So, oh, boy. And grooming has been mentioned and some other stuff that oh I watched. Boy. Yeah, so Method hey, Josh. That, that stuff right there, boy, you need to, oh, you need to be yeah. prosecuted to the fullest and watch mm-hmm. out for whoever the dad is. I mm-hmm. mean, that's some serious stuff. Yep. So he had a uh, story. You're talking about two adults. You know what I mean? And yeah. You got to decide was it consenting or not? Mm-hmm. When it's a minor, ee. it's getting real. Yeah. Yeah. So he had 174,000 followers on Twitch when he mysteriously was banned from the platform permanently on June 29th, 2019. Now, when they say on the platform, they're speaking of Twitch. Right. Um, though Twitch never explained the reason for the ban. It was widely rumored to be a result of an investigation report by Kotaku that detailed uh, Method Josh unsettling interactions with female fans and on a Discord server. Three sources told Kotaku that Method Josh frequently described girls aged 15 to 16 uh, as the perfect age. Also, uh, whenever all this was going down, it's reported that Method, certain Method leaders knew of this. And kind of swept it under the rug. They had a incident where um, they were going to a to a big event where they were going to compete, and they knew they knew of these allegations. They went ahead and let Method Josh compete anyway. Um, and one of the uh, one of World World of Warcraft's famous uh, streamers, Preach Preach Gaming, 
he went and shoutcasted for Method, did their commentary, mm-hmm. took his kids to the event, had his kids around Method Josh, mm. kind of hanging out, all this stuff. He didn't know anything about it. Um, right. And then as this stuff came out, he was very upset, especially now that it's official, all this stuff's going on. And he basically I mean, said, you know, that's jacked up that you guys didn't even, you guys just swept it on the rug and I got my kids around this guy that's, have yeah. these, and you know it, you know it, and my kids are around this guy. Um, Let me ask you a question, though. Um, yeah. th- now, this is, you know, it's different for each person. Coming from a, a pastor's perspective, if there's any accusation of somebody, right, there's no way I'm telling anybody about that accusation mm-hmm. um, because there's no evidence. Now, what automatically happens is he knows that I know or she knows that I know, whoever's accused, does mm-hmm. that make sense? And any kind of interaction that they had with minors or whatever before is now gone. Now it's not going to be made public why it's gone mm-hmm. because I don't know that anything actually happened yet. Right. Right. But the accusation is enough to protect anybody <coughs> from that person. Well, that's Does what that I was, so that's what I was going to say. So in this situation, yes, I understand not saying anything as far as publicly, mm-hmm. but I do say you don't let the guy just keep going. Oh yeah. Let's go to this event, be around all these right. different people. And we know, there's a chance, now, right? Now, could there be a way that you could go, hey, look, you don't need to be around any of these people. You can compete, but you can't do any of this other stuff until we've proven whether you're because, you know, in America, it's innocent until proven guilty. Right. right. We still need to protect protect the youth. Right. That has to happen. Uh, anytime you're in a, a leadership position uh, over a company or ministry or anything like that, you've mm-hmm. got to protect whoever the accusing group is, mm-hmm. whether you know it's true or not. That's first and foremost. But then you, you cannot remove that person. You can't fire that guy, right, or that girl without knowing whether it happened or not uh, because then not only are you set up for being sued, but it's really not the right thing to do because it should be innocent until proven guilty. Does that yeah. make sense? And so in my opinion, in that situation, I'd say, of course, my my player can compete. And it all matters if it's more than accusation, right? Hey, here's the text messages. Sure, we haven't gone to court yet, but it clearly happened. Well, you're done, right? You're out of here. Well, um, when, whenever whenever the guys on on uh you know on recording saying ages fifteen to sixteen oh, the is the perfect 15, age, 16. yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the allegations come out, general. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I think, th- I think in the modern day, the reason I bring that up, I think in the modern day, uh, people expect accusation to be the end of it, right? I mm-hmm. accuse you now. I want your head on a plate. Sorry, that's not the way the court system works in mm-hmm. America, and we're kind of being. Uh, twisted to start acting that way. And I don't like that. If yeah. that makes sense. I, we saw that happen with Chris Hardwick on the talking dead. He mm-hmm. did the talking dead show after the walking dead. And a lady came out, an ex-girlfriend came out and said that he did all this stuff. Of course, yep. his wife stood by his side and they, they took it and he, um, he was suspended, not fired. He was removed right. from the show temporarily. Um, and he did not host comic-con that year, but once he was cleared, they brought him back. He had his mm-hmm. job. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, the sucky part is, yeah, his reputation. You're still going to have those people that uh, yep. it doesn't matter how innocent or or whatever. Right. They're still going to have those those thoughts. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a balance. But I am, I do agree with you. I don't think, I don't think just banning someone. I think mm-hmm. you could say it's a temporary 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 suspension. Yeah, during right? investigation, a temporary ban like until mm-hmm. we can figure out what's going on would be the better mm-hmm. thing. But uh, yeah, they're acting swiftly now. Speaking of swift, swiftly, um, you mentioned that one person right now that's being accused in the WoW community that mm-hmm. an allegation came up uh, with was a famous, real popular streamer, Swifty. 
okay. who has been in the WoW community for 10 years, has hmm. done a lot. Blizzard even put him an NPC in the game. Uh, oh, really? Yep. They, and uh, they also have an achievement named after him, you know, in honor of, you know, the things he's, he's done for the community. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some allegations recently came out this week, and they, like, straight up cut ties with him. They um, they went in and took out the NPC. They hotfixed it, took out the NPC, took out the achievement. No mention of him. Basically kind of erased him from there. Hmm. From their purview. See, now, that's perfectly <clears throat> fine if they have evidence for what the accusation was. There's no if evidence they, yet, and people hmm. who are, know him, right? The people mm -hmm. that are kind of deep in there. Usually, you get kind of this rumbling of, "Yeah, I think he's in trouble." They're right. kind of coming out and saying no, because uh, multiple people are coming out against the person that accused him and saying okay. she's not a reliable source mm -hmm. and giving examples and. So right. we'll see what happens with him. But, yeah, so that's a hotbed, a hot yeah, fire. See, that's dangerous for companies. <clears throat> companies nowadays are so scared of lawsuit. That's mm -hmm. all we're seeing nowadays happening, right? For, for Even from the COVID stuff, from this Black Lives Matters thing, everybody's scared of lawsuits right now. So it's like, what do we do? We talked about even the president. You know, darned if you do, darned if you don't on some of your decisions. And it's kind of that way. If you're, if you're Blizzard, if you don't take him off, and it turns out he is uh, a rapist or a pedophile or whatever he may be accused of, right? Right. Uh, they're going to sue you next. That's mm -hmm. what's going to happen. If you do take him off and he wasn't and he was falsely accused, he's going to sue you for yeah. losses of, of wages and character. <laughs> Either so way, you're caught like in the middle. You're screwed. Yeah, it's kind of a bad, you know, used to. It was just 20 years ago, it wasn't that way. It's a whole new um, whole new thing dynamic when it comes to the, the law stuff, the suing stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really gross to me. I don't like it at all. It's not yeah. it's not interpersonal at all. It's only like it's very surface and paperworky. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, and I think that's just the the world we live in now. Everything's so global. Everything's so interconnected. Mm -hmm. There is no individual. Let's hand it, mm -hmm. handle us as individual to individual. It's, it's literally companies dealing with yeah. companies. They look at these streamers as a business, and they're yep. cutting out the business. Yep. Um, is that fair? I don't know. With the ones that aren't guilty, I don't think it is at all. Right. Um, right. But the next person we're going to talk about, big time streamer, probably one of the biggest there is, uh, Dr. Disrespect. I don't know if anyone knows who he is. He's a big time uh, streamer. Dr. Dis. He does a lot of uh, Call of Duty streams, uh, does Fortnite. I don't think he's as big of a Fortnite fan. Um, he really rose to fame doing Halo, played a lot of mm -hmm. Halo back in the day, was also a game developer um, for a little bit, took a break and did that. Uh, Dr. Disrespect is a character. Um, we've reported on him within the last year. He had gotten uh, a temporary band for um, film, filming a segment in a bathroom stall at E3. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that kind of happened. And yes, you know, that was, he broke the terms and service on Twitch, guys. So there was no big deal right. on that, you know. Um, but he has uh, 4.39 million followers on the Twitch. Um and like I said, he's just huge. He's done, he's done a lot of streams with. Um, we want you guys oh, to know as as we're diving into this guy, you know, we're talking about him. We're talking about him in this uh, the band thing. We're not wrapping him into this sexual no yeah, accusation we, thing. No. We actually don't know anything, correct? Clint? Right. I mean, in the sense that we don't know why. We just know he's banned. And, yep. and talk about swiftly and quickly. It was cut him off. Right. I mean, that's what right. happened with him. And it's just like nobody knows what happened. You gave, uh, there's, you, there's you gave away my you gave away my punchline. Oh really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I hadn't mentioned to me in bed yet. That's all right. 
You're excited. I like it. But yes, it is, it is true. Dr. Disrespect has been permanently banned, not temporarily banned, but permanently banned from uh, Twitch TV. Um, and we're talking about a guy that's been on Jimmy Kimmel Live. He's been, um, he was uh, brought into oh, yeah, the he's, NBA he's like finals. Ninja. I mean, yeah. he's, he's the, the face of streaming. Yeah. One of the top tops. Heck, he had WWE's The Undertaker show up on a on a like a month long of his streams. They had like a really deal going, and they had Taker show up, and they did like a green screen with him. Mm-hmm. And they That's had like cool. a little feud, which was funny. It was like character versus character. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's been in tons of stuff, and huge. He's just huge for for gaming, for streaming, mm-hmm. and and all that. And so yeah, yeah, he's one of Twitch. those guys that helped make Twitch. Yep. So Twitch has permanently banned him, and nobody knows why. Um, there's actually a clip here that I want to show everybody that I pulled up. It is the Dr. Disrespect. Um, this is crazy. This is his final moments. Um, when he kind of, he had already by this time finds out that he's been, I think he already received the notification, but this is kind of his reaction. He, um, he was talking with the stream and then all of a sudden you see him kind of his face changes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he just clicks over to this Roblox video of these people playing Roblox and he's just like quiet for a long time. I skipped past that portion because it's a little lengthy. Um, but this is kind of his final, <clears throat> final moments of, uh, of the game here, um, or of the stream. And, uh, it, it's pretty telling that something was going on. We just don't know. So here it is guys. I'll play it for you. No, David Ike. I'll be no bad. No. I ordered his book too. No yeah. I want to be it. No bad. Oh, in the backyard, wow. the backyard. Oh, okay. Okay, who's it? I appreciate everyone watching today. Who's it in the backyard? Who is going to be looking? We'll, we'll get We'll get through this Champions Club. Uh, yeah, I know it's a tough... T- because I don't know this one well. Life's weird right now. I... Oh, my gosh! We'll, we'll get through this, okay? And, uh... Hey, Christopher. Dun, dun, dun. You better not taunt me. How dare you. <laughs> so there you go that's it boys wow <clears throat> yeah he's yeah you could tell he was trying not to say anything he's not supposed to say too yeah you know, tell, and you, you could tell it was emotional like it was like oh yeah what the heck so uh, he he has spoke out twitch came out and basically said uh they're not giving a reason but he has you know been banned but they haven't given an official reason course they worded a lot nicer than that um but dr disrespect did post up on june 27th on his twitter um about this um Mm. he says champions club twitch has not notified me on the specific reason behind their decision firm handshakes to all for the support during this difficult time dr disrespect they haven't even told him what the reason is right that doesn't make any sense now he could you know some people said they think he's lying right, right. or he can't say something he can't say right. so this is this is well, why I, mean, I wouldn't say if it was something that wasn't true and they were accusing me of something that's going to hurt my character i would never say because even if you prove to be to be uh honest yeah depending on what it is you know hey yeah it's one thing if somebody said um some girl said you know that you tried to use your notoriety notoriety to sleep with me and you can prove that you didn't do that. Well, that's one thing. You can probably get past that. Yeah. But if it's some 13, 14-year-old kid said, you know, you tried to solicit sex from me, no, you can't get past that. Even if you 
even if you end up showing that you didn't do it. No, you don't. I wouldn't want that ever said to anybody Mm -hmm. until my lawyers lock that stuff up tight Mm -hmm. um, because you're done. You know what I mean? In any kind of entertainment type industry. Yeah. Now he he has be what's happening. Who knows? He he has had a situation where he had came out. um, I think it was 2017 when it happened. He had came out and basically had told everybody that he had been unfaithful to his wife. He had Mm -hmm. had cheated on her with someone else. Um, But he did that publicly out of character. And basically apologized to his fans, apologized to his supporters, his his sponsors, and basically said, that's not who I really am. And, you know, I made a mistake and mm. working on on changing that. His wife has came out uh, since this and defended him and just said, you know, thank you for everyone's support. And, you know, basically they'll let us, you know, let us know once things are figured out. But um, yeah, we're we're what, four or five days in right now? There's still nothing. Mm-hmm, still nothing. And and Twitch really doesn't have to come out and say publicly why they banned him. Right. Um, but the interesting thing is he just recently, within the last month or two, I think, very recently, it could be even a little bit longer, but he signed a $20 million contract with Twitch mm. for a certain number of years. Wow. Um, and he was also set to do, um, on Brime streaming service, he was going to do a streaming deal with um, Ninja and I think Shroud. Hmm. I think if I'm not mistaken on that, but that's just off the top of my head. So there's a lot of things going on with this situation as far as he had a lot of things happening that was, you know, could pose some legal issues with Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far the, the feeling out there is it's probably not a part of these whole um, sexual misconduct allegations because right. those others have been so public, right? Uh, yeah. And kind of out there. Um, so who knows what's going on? Um, yeah, I mean, and- you don't know. It could be all kinds of things. There can be money laundering. There could be, I mean, there's so many things that can happen because, you know, this partnership is a financial partnership between mm-hmm. him and them. So there's all kinds of much more inner working things that it could be. It just so happens to coincide with all this other sexual misconduct stuff that it's, yeah, I'm sure that's what people are thinking right now, you know? So, but yeah. there is no evidence towards that. Nobody knows there's no good, um, source or anything like that so no and even just, even people that are friends with him or have been close to him or even streamed within that streaming community have not they're mm-hmm. even kind of being tight-lipped because they don't know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying okay. it's kind of like um we don't know what's going on now people being like well when you see how he reacted he must be doing something wrong but think about it put yourself in his headspace like quincy just sign that that um contract with them and he gets on and sees Banned permanently. Yeah, in oh, the middle, I, I in the middle of the stream too. Like he's doing business. Yeah, and he gets this notification of you've been banned. Right. <laughs> you know what? What do you do with that when that's your whole career? You know, right. you've done. You know, you worked so hard to get it. So, um, a lot of people have argued that that it could be a DM, DMCA issue. Um, but Rob Bledsoe, who is uh, also known as Simple Lord sixty nine Stan, I don't know what that is. So a DMCA is like a digital uh, millennium uh, copyright act. So some kind of copyright issue. Mm, Um, But uh, Bledsoe posted on his Twitter. He said um, that it is not a DMCA. I cannot see them banning somebody for a copyright issue. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't seem legit. So I don't know. It's it's crazy. Either he's done something that's pretty bad. Could be legally. 
here's my Mr. Ryan just watching a quick video and throwing a weird spin guess out there. He did not look surprised. That's the only thing I can say. He looked like when he saw it, it was like, oh, crap, like the kid who got caught. Got not here. the kid who goes, what the freak? What do you mean? What do you mean mm-hmm, I'm yeah. banned? You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. that reaction. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of scared me. It almost me makes blood. you think like they had already sent something out to him saying something's being reviewed. Mm-hmm. I think he logged on and saw it. And he was like, ah, crap. Well, yep. Yeah. Yep. He was aware to some extent of what was going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, man, it's a it's a risky time. You know, you think about anything you put out in public domain like this. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody is uh, susceptible to getting taken down or legal action. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something that's different with the world. You can get in trouble sitting in your in your closet, sitting in your yeah. living room, you know. So, so yeah. just come out of the closet. You're trouble <laughs> out there. Crazy. Well, that's all I got. Sorry for the lengthy uh, discussion there, guys. But um, good. it's crazy out there right now. That is some crazy news. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan, you've got some freebies for us. Let's go over and check it out and see what you got in store. Come on down to Freebie Farm. All games are free, half off, and 70% off the price of free. Games may include microtransactions, time gating, and in-game ads before, during, and after gameplay. No refunds will be permitted for child purchases. All right, guys, this is the Freebie Farm where we talk about what's free and also what's included in your uh, little monthly subscriptions that you pay for out there. And uh, we're going to hit on some of them today that I think stood out to me. The rest of these we're going to talk about are going to fit the um, mode of free, even though you're listening to the uh, podcast that comes out on Friday. Um, Need for Speed, Heat, okay? Um, That one is free from June 15th to be announced. We don't know when it's going to stop being free, but it's free for now. Um, It's a 2019 (coughs) racing game. Uh, If you guys don't know what Need for Speed is, it is a... uh, high graphics game that is kind of a street racing style rather than NASCAR and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Need for Speed, if I remember, it's the one that's got some destruction and things like that in it too, correct, guys? Yeah, it's kind of got that arcade, element, uh, arcade yeah. element to it where it's kind of breaks some knock, of the realism. Knock a bridge down, down things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Go through um, windows and, you know, yep. think of yep. an action movie, that's Need for Speed. Yep. Yeah. And so... That one, it's got a decent rating, you know, like, you know, it's not, you know, what's good for a car racing game. Um, probably 80 would be the top for a car racing game. This yep. is a 72. Um, <laughs> it's free, though. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's a good game for free. The graphics on it look really good. If you guys haven't played it or checked it out, it's definitely a good looking game for sure. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's interesting about Need for Speed versus like your NASCAR and stuff like that is it's got a lot of night maps and things like that so it really brings out a whole nother element of depth of field if you really like the you know the feel of uh the graphics and those kind of games it's kind of the best thing i could compare with grand theft auto very very grand theft auto feeling um and so that's a free one for you guys check it out uh what is that free on i think i failed to mention it so let me double check need for speed is on ea access access so it's going to be on pc ps4 or xbox one if you have the EA or Origin access. Okay. Uh, next one is going to be Dishonored 2. Uh, we mentioned this one because it was free starting last month, but uh, it's it's free from June through we don't know when. And okay. if you don't know what Dishonored is, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of details on it. And this one is on, 
I want to say it's on the PlayStation Now. Yep, just wanted to make sure. So that's on if you, if you guys have PlayStation Now. It's free right now. I don't know when it's going to stop being free. Um, but Dishonored 2 is a <clears throat> is an action-adventure uh, game. It takes a protagonist, uh, Corbo Atano, if I pronounce this right, or Emily Caldwin, uh, to the coastal city of Karnaka, where the choices you make will have a significant impact on your world. Uh, so this is kind of your role play kind of style. Um, mm-hmm. It's got really good ratings. It's an 88 on Metacritic, and it's got a 7.9 with 2,000 user reviews. Oh. So for a free game, I think you know you should grab that one while it's in there if you've got the uh, PlayStation set up for it. And that's enough reviews to really count. I mean, yeah, you get a good mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah good sample size there. Yeah, and some of these I'll read tonight will have like 150 or 250 user reviews. Um, but yeah, not many have over a thousand. Once you get over a thousand and your score's still there, that's a pretty solid review. Yeah. Uh, the next one, which we've mentioned before, but haven't talked about is Metro Exodus. Okay. Metro Exodus is an action first person shooter arcade style game. Um, this has got an 80 on Metacritic and a 70 and it's got 1500, um, user reviews. So, or I said 70, I meant 7.0. Mm -hmm. It's got 1,500 user reviews. Uh, Metro Exodus, uh, let me see if I can read this right. Argum and a band of survivors must free the shattered ruins of Moscow Metro and embark on an epic uh, continent-spanning journey across the post-apocalyptic Russian wilderness. Explore vast, non-linear levels. Lose yourself in an immersive sandbox survival experience. Free. So yeah. that's that's also on your PlayStation uh, now. So if you've got PlayStation now, that one jumped out to me. I I hadn't even, even looked into that game before. And mm-hmm. I read that, and I watched the preview on it, and I was like, dang, wish I had that because <laughs> I don't have the money to buy it, but it looks like a really interesting game. <laughs> have either of you played that one? I have not. I played a Metro a while back, but it wasn't that one. Okay. Mm. I've heard gotcha. a good thing about the metros, man. I haven't, I haven't really heard a lot of bad things about. Is metros. it more futuristic? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have it's it's like... post-apocalyptic Russia? Okay. This next one here, it's it's. Uh, I'll give you the date on that one when I go back there too. I know it's it's free still right now if you're listening on Friday or after. Um, but next one here is uh, the Evil Within. It became free last month also, um, and is free still till let's see. I don't know why they got it set up this way, but um, the Evil Within is free to be determined. Metro is to November 20th. Okay. So, But the Evil Within 2, which is obviously the sequel to the Evil Within 1, doesn't mean you played that, though. So I'm going to give you guys who are listening a quick rundown on the game. Um, the Evil Within, you are Detective Sebastian Castellanos and uh, at, your, at your lowest point in life. But when given a chance to save your daughter... You must enter the world filled with nightmares and discover dark origins of a once idyllic town uh, to bring her back. Okay, horrifying threats emerge from every corner of the world uh, as you have twists and turns and the and wraps within this level. Basically, mm-hmm. um, it's like a psychological. It's it's a really it is a spooky game, but basically, it's a. It, I've seen this. It's a. Um, 
uh, agent or I guess a, what you, whatever you said, a, a detective, and he has to like basically hook his brain into a fake world. I guess you'd say it is. It's not really. It's like the like the an alternate nightmares uh, mm-hmm. that we have or whatever, and okay. he has to go through them to find his daughter. Yeah, and from what I see here, it's not necessarily open world, and it's also not level. Kind of just a linear, continuous. So it's more game. Kind of like a Resident so Evil that's why style I was kind game. Of, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why I was trying to define what do you call that, you know? But uh, it says it says you'll face adversity uh, head on with weapons and traps, or sneak through the shadows to survive. Um, this is another one that's got a really good rating: seventy six for Metacritic, eight point five with uh, twelve hundred user reviews. So. Uh, this is one of the first times for me that PlayStation really has a pretty good list. Usually PlayStation for me is kind of a little lower than most of the Xbox mm-hmm. lists. I know you guys have heard me say that a bunch of times, but <coughs> this one has quite a few good ones on there. I don't want to ruin it, but I heard Microsoft didn't have as good of a list this year or this week. This wow, No, they, they don't. They don't. Uh, that's, that's not ruining anything. We'll come right out and say it. Uh, another one, the old Stadia. I think they finally stepped it up a little bit. Yes. Okay, so I've got a couple Usually, I don't think we've, in the months that study has been out, um, I don't know that we've had one worth talking about. No, yeah, it's it was just going to be theirs. an afterthought. Yeah, and so there's a couple in there this time that are worth talking about. Um, the first one is going to be called Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Uh, this came out today, and it's going to stay free till be, to be announced. I mean, I guess free forever. That's kind of how uh, <laughs> study works. Once you're paying mm-hmm. for it, it's free. So until they shut down. Yeah. Until they don't make it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they start bringing in some better games, then it's just been a really slow, rough start for them. Yeah. So we haven't, we, we, we had such great hopes and then such bad reviews ever since they launched. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those. Um, this is a, uh, action adventure game. Uh, it says a legendary game series returns with an all new adventure, uh, and stunning HD. I do not know of this game from the past. Do either of you know of Monster Boy? Never heard of it. Nope. I, I have. I have heard of Monster Boy. I've heard not played it. Okay, it's kind of a, a Japanese style arc. Uh, not flat like uh, like a Pokemon style, but 3D, but kind of that look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Real bright, vibrant colors. Uh, not Zelda. Still more cartoony. Okay. It has a more anime style. vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an anime cartoon um, type. Monster Boy is a colorful side-scrolling action adventure. Okay, created in a cooperative with uh, Ryuchi Nawazajiwa. We don't even know what it there says. So it doesn't matter. That's pretty uh, good. I'm cre- impressed. The, the creator <laughs> of uh, famous Wonder Boy in Monster World series. Okay, Monster Boy is uh, being created to bring back the enjoyment of the classic games that shine by simplicity, by uh, simplicity, exciting gameplay unbeat music and smooth graphics um you'll need to overcome huge bosses find hidden passengers uh, discover powerful equipment and use all your wits and skills to remove a powerful curse okay transform into six different creatures each with their own skills and abilities take advantage of the unique uh, powers to open new paths and advance in the epic story sounds like a fun game I think this game was just made for Stadia. That's the reason I say that is it says it was just released. Mm -hmm. One, two, it's only got 30 ratings. Um, And the 30 ratings are all good. It's an 82 on Metacritic and it's an 8.2 
on the user score, which is really high on user score. Um, sounds like a fun game. So glad to see that they roped in something worth playing. It looks yeah. like it's a little bit kind of Brawlhalla looking too, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Looks cool. good. Uh, the next one here is called West of Loathing. Um, I guess Monster Boy says 2019 on it, so it might have came out this last year a little bit. Uh, obviously it did. There's no might have, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know how long in 19. West of Loathing is a 2017 RPG. And it's a, it's a, the last uh, Stadia game I'm going to bring up. Um, this looks really interesting, actually. Um, I never heard of it. It's been out a while. There's not much description on it. It says West of Loathing. Is a slapstick comedy um, with a stick figure Wild West adventure role playing game. <laughs> that uh, sounds seven, fun. Yeah, it's 87 on Metacritic. It's got 76 reviews and has a 7.6. <clears throat> the first review I read here is what really made me want to bring it up because uh, they're really good. I mean, we're talking a lot of hundreds and 90s on the user reviews. Mm-hmm. And th- this user review here, he says, West of Loathing is one of the best RPGs on the market, hands down. The simplistic art style and humorous themes uh, mean anyone will be able to get in and enjoy themselves. There's plenty of laughs and sharp writing, which I love that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, players only need to engage with it in the ways that they want to. I'm hard-pressed to find anything negative to say about it. And now, if you'll excuse me, I have to hit the old dusty trail and get back to it. Um (laughs) There's a lot of um, reviews here, and the reviews are specifically talking about its RPG qualities in the sense of mm-hmm. it's the way it affects your story and the storyline that's written and the, the funny characters that are in it um, and animations that are in it. Uh, it's probably slightly, from some of the reviews I see, kind of slightly nostalgic for our age group because mm-hmm. our age group, if you remember back when we were in high school, uh, stick death and stick games, PC games with stick art, Mm-hmm. were a huge thing. There was like yeah. a big oh, movement. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of reminiscent of that, except okay. for with a lot more work into it, right? It's a full-blown RPG game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, as soon as I saw that, I thought, I think that would be something I'd have fun with for sure. So <laughs> that's why I brought it to you guys. It's interesting. Gotcha. So that's two very kind of unique, highly rated games that uh, Stadia has brought. And out of, out of weeks and weeks and weeks of nothing, that gives me just a small glimmer of hope. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see what they do next. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked. I haven't even looked into. Actually, I'm going to make that uh, on purpose next week, guys. Uh, for you listeners, I will talk to you about what's going on in Stadia. I'll go ahead and look up some Stadia news specifically. Just let you know if their lag issues and some of their other problems that they were having early on are gone, or if they still suck. Okay. <laughs> um, just so if you know, we wonder. We haven't looked for a while, yeah. but we wonder too. And so we need to let you guys know. So I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, we've kind of neglected week. them. We only catch them when they're in the news for bad news. And yeah. we just kind of skip them. Well, they haven't really been in the news much lately, so that might be good, right? Maybe they're yeah. not being so horrible. So that's why I'll go ahead Maybe. and actually dig in and try to find some info on them. Have they redeemed themselves? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, uh, this next one is with um, Twitch Prime. Okay? okay. And let's see. It's going to be free through July 31st. It's called Dark Ether. I'm guessing the S is silent. Dark right? Ether. E-S-T-H-E-R. That's right, e- right? T-H okay. or is that Esther? I don't know. Is that Esther? Dark. So, so how's it spelled again? E-S-T-H-E-R. 
I think it's Esther. Esther? Maybe it's really just read the way it says. Ether? I don't know. Who knows? It looks creepier than crap, though. It's Yeah, it's got a 75K um, and then a 6.5 out of 700 ratings. Now, you got to remember a lot of um, scary games and ghost type games, they're kind of like the racing games. It's harder to get a high score on them because they reach out for a smaller market. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. And everybody's so, definition of scary is different. I mean, mm-hmm, yep. what scares people is different around the board. So. This one, from what I understand, is unique in the sense that you are the ghost. It's a ghost story, but the ghost is you. Um, uh, okay. It says it's a first-person ghost story. Oh, you said you said dark. You said dark Esther, right? Yeah. I'm I'm pulling up dear Esther. Uh, okay. It says rather than traditional uh, gameplay. The focus here is on exploration, uncovering the mysteries of a lonely island, uh, of which you, of why, of who, goodness, who you are (laughs) and why you are here. Um, Fragments of a story are randomly uncovered when exploring the various locations on the island, making every journey a unique experience. Um, It's got a lot of really good reviews. Uh, this one here. Did I say dark? It is deer. Yeah. It's deer. Yeah, deer. I don't know why I said dark. And folks, the game and, is dark. And folks, he, he has his glasses on too. That's what's crazy. Oh yeah, that's definitely just my mind because I pre-read, you know, so I would be prepared. Yeah. And then I remember thinking this is a horror game, and I think my mind just said it's called dark. It's dark. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this guy said, "Dear Esther, uh, is an auditory and visual experience that uh, interweaves." a consuming narrative and array of emotions the game's actual value must not be solely based upon its gameplay length, but rather on the random elements and new secrets discovered through multiple playthroughs because mm. it's, it's, it's different every time you play it. Okay. Um, those that brave the journey into the narrative and world of dear Esther will discover and, and experience uh, an experience that few games have been able to accomplish in years. Highly recommended. Uh, there's quite a few reviews like that. Hmm. Um, and so for a guy who's kind of into the horror genre, that's one that caught my attention. I think that that game sounds pretty good. It's got pretty good ratings for a horror game. I think the graphics and, are yeah. yeah, Yeah, and I like the art style and everything that's going on in the game. <laughs> it is a uh, – that's the Twitch Prime. So if you have uh, Amazon Prime, then you have Twitch Prime. Right, Clint? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before, so yeah, you, you guys don't you gotta, realize that. You have that. to go and link them. Mm-hmm. You link them to your Twitch, and mm-hmm. you automatically get Twitch Prime. Yep. What's so it? you can go in, play you some of that for free. What's crazy, uh, I'm sitting know- here reading up on the wiki links here mm-hmm. on it. It says it was first released in 2008 as a free-to-play modification for the Source game engine. Oh, really? And then it kind of mm-hmm. came out It came out on commercial release in 2012. Interesting. Weird. Yeah, but yeah the, gra- the, gra- release. The, the graphics still hold up, though, like Hunter said. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Definitely. And it's not a full crazy action game. You know what I mean? So it's, it doesn't have to handle a bunch of crazy stuff going on. It's more of the experience. Experience. Yep. Story. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the next one is also for the old Twitch Prime. It's going to be free through July thirty first. Also, uh, and I think that this is going to be my last one. Okay. Uh, this one is interesting um, because we've been talking about that new game that was coming out that. Kind of like a little bit of a, what do you call it, Twisted Metal, remember? Mm-hmm. It looked yeah. pretty sweet. Kind of got a little hype up, but didn't show you much gameplay. Uh, and then I came across this game. It's called Grip Combat Racing. My mind said, oh, 
Ooh. That sounds good already. Right. Uh, and for a racing game, really good rating. 74 on the Metacritic and 7.7 on the user score. Okay, Grip is a futuristic combat racer inspired by Roll Cage games uh, from 1999 and 2000. Hmm. Uh, combine furious speed with intense action to create uh, memorable racing moments. I'm going to break this down for you guys listening to give you a little bit better visual. Do you remember the Tumbling RC when you were a kid? Yes. It was uh-huh. real popular. It, it could bounce off rolls and you could hit walls yes. and just keep rolling. Yes. And yeah. One side's blue, one side's red. It's got mm-hmm. the big wheels. That's I don't how know your if, cars look. I don't know if Hunter remembers that. He was young. Actually, yeah, I, that was when we were pretty young, so he was pretty little probably. Um, by the, by the still, time he came out, a... by the time he came out, you could actually play with your race car for more than an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So do you do you know what car I'm talking about, Hunter, or no? No, I don't think so. What, what okay, was it it's called? basically got yeah, it was called a uh, oh I had it just a second ago. What did I call it? Tumbler. It was called a tumbler. Yep. It had four four wheels that are taller than the body of the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both sides of the car look like the top of the car, just different colors. So if you were to hit a wall, it oh, would just yeah. flip. It would, it would climb the wall and flip back over, kind of. Right, yeah, and then yeah. you could just drive off the other direction, steer mm-hmm. it. And Same thing out on the street. Wall. You know, if you're riding yeah, it out the street, awesome. hits a curb. And it hit would curb, flip, yeah. too. Like, if you hit it sideways, it just oh, yeah, it flipped like crazy going. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And it, actually, if you gassed it hard enough and went forward and backwards, you can make it just flip in the road, mm-hmm. on the flat road. Yep. Anyways, these cars look like that. It's designed off of that for sure. Okay. So, but every car is different in the sense of how it's built, what its weaponry is. So okay. it's a race game. So it's not twisted metal where you're just demolition derby. <clears throat> it's a race game, but everybody's got like, uh, I guess think of like uh, Mario Kart racing for adults. That's mm-hmm. what this is. Real guns, real weapons, bombs, explosions, destruction, mm-hmm. and you're chasing these guys. But it's the same kind of way. You can flip up onto a wall as you're running down the track. It'll flip you back over. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like Rocket League. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Uh, except for you're just shooting each other trying to get to the end. I uh, it looked like a lot of fun. Um, huh. I, I've never heard of it before, but it's got good ratings. When did this thing come out? Let me double check. Um, but it's going to go on my list. I mean, I've got Amazon Prime, so I'm like thinking there's a couple games here that are maybe probably worth it. Yeah, we just need to link it and, and do download it. And, I think we all yeah. have Amazon Prime here sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heck yeah. Our, that, we have wives, of course. If you have a wife, you have Amazon Prime. I mean, yeah, it's just, for sure. The way it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just I was I haven't looked on how to how to link them. Yeah. Well, we need to figure it out. We'll let our let our listeners know next week, maybe. But yeah, this uh, I think it's worth it for even even just those two. There's quite a few on there right now. But that grip combat racing, I think we'd have a blast playing with each other on that one. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2018. <clears throat> Says it's still got a good fan base. I think some good um, fun games like that would be good as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I want to. I love the co-ops with you guys, but I want to get into a couple gaming games where we can be competitive against each other mm. oh, against yeah. each other interesting yeah. okay yeah this would be that be way fun. yeah i'm down for that yeah be all about um that. so a little announcement for click gaming here um from the battlefly.com website is where you can go to uh sign up for this you just search up click gaming and they've got all their tournaments listed but johnny wanted to let you guys know that they're doing a big tournament um looks like this weekend so it's a free to enter 2v2 gunfight, $250 prize, plus you're getting a bonus. Um, and it's going to be double elimination on all platforms. It says here you must join their Discord server to play in the event. If you do not join and answer your uh, ping matches, you'll be DQ'd um, from the Click Gaming Discord. 
<clears throat> and uh, you have to have your team name, Captain Discord, to be on brackets. Check that That's out. Two hundred fifty dollars for free. Yep. For free. For, for if you think you're any good, or your kids think they're good, throw them in there, man. Shove them in there. Yeah. Just make them. Hey, you think you're freaking Johnny Bad A? Get in there. Let's see you win that two fifty. So you should mm-hmm. pay for your next games. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yep, so they got that going on, um, and that's, of course, online. Should be pretty cool. So go check out Click Gaming's tournament site. Big prize, big prize. And to specify, that's Sunday, and he said there's already 91 teams. That's going to be 182 players. Nice. Uh, So they're kicking butt over there. But, yeah, so that is the end of the show. We appreciate you guys tuning in, um, hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Go over to... um, Fun with Rory at the YouTube channel. Um, check check out, out the videos there. If you have, Ryan probably still hasn't updated it yet, but it's coming. New content weekly. Yep. Yeah. New, new content <laughs> weekly starting next week. <laughs> For a month. Uh, so you got that. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, you can also check us out if you want to uh, support us. Check us out over on Discord. Uh, not Discord. Jeez. Patreon. Patreon. Uh, for Delirious Dad's Gaming, you can do a donation there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, gaming. We're all over. So come check us out. Um, like, share, let people know about us so we can continue to grow and uh, grow our community. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening and stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.